Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And, and the, the industry. industry. <laughs> hey. My brain just, legitimately just short-circuited for a moment when we attempted to yeah. do the intro. Yeah. But that's okay. It's because I'm 26 weeks pregnant and there's just so much going on and my brain just went, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. you. Well, we're back. We we're took back. a week we off. A- Jason got sick last week, the poor thing. How yeah. are you feeling? I'm feeling a lot better. Good. I think it was just a combination of exhaustion, um, interpersonal, emotional exhaustion, physical exhaustion. And taking too much vitamin C. Taking uh, 7,000 milligrams of vitamin C in yeah, one day. Yeah, so I had to explain to him. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's not condescend. Well, a, li- a little bit. Vitamin C, when it does hit a certain point, your body, it can, it can have an adverse effect. That's all things. Yes, but vitamin C specifically. So your stomach was going crazy and you thought you were possibly food poisoned, but it was a vitamin yeah, C. That was Jason poisoned. You were Jason poisoned. <laughs> Not food poisoned. No, I poisoned myself. But I'm so sorry you weren't feeling well and that That's stinks. Okay. However, last week we did start, so if you're not watching it, go Please check do. it out on yeah. our channel. Well, uh, I, we should include a link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. We are doing the 100-day countdown to, to baby, baby number, number two. two. BGR. Yeah. We couldn't believe it. So when I found out I was pregnant and we were talking about it, we kind of went, all right, I guess we're doing another countdown. Well, we did a we wedding did a count- countdown. Yeah, we did a we wedding countdown. We did a countdown for Lila. And we were like, yeah. we're going to do a countdown for this. And then all of a sudden. It was here. Boom. It's here. Yeah. The 100 days to go. We were at 93 days now. And I love doing these because it's such a fun little. It's fun to look touch back on. In, it. And it's so fun to look back on whenever yeah. I'm posting one of these nude ones. I we know. look a lot older. <laughs> I don't think we look a ton older. I look a lot older. You look the same. <laughs> this Aww. is like the same about our wedding photos, <laughs> engagement, everything. The only difference is like, like right now you're pregnant. That's I, about I the definitely, only, that's about it. Definitely the, am. You're fuller in the belly yes, area. Fully, it looks like I have swallowed a basketball. It looks like you swallowed a beach ball. In my belly. Yeah. But I do love every time I post one, you know, cause then it'll say next up and it's one of ours from Lila's countdown and it's. Just so fun to look back yeah. on, which is the whole reason we're doing this. Of course, we would love for the community to grow and us yeah, to we, be able to make something of this for real. We would yeah. love that. But the main reason we're doing it is it's just to document. To document yeah. and look back. And it's something we'll be able to show Lila and her sister someday. Yeah. And we can string it all together and just have a you know, No, no, no. That's their job. We decided at home. We decided that that's the, their job or their kid's job eventually to super oh, cut it all together. Oh, that's right. We did say that I'm not, a couple years well, ago. I'm not huh? editing all this together. And I don't think you want to. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm busy editing them We're going to need all the time like, anyway. uh, what's after a terabyte? What's bigger than a terabyte? We're a gundabyte. Sure, we're gonna need Jagundabyte <laughs> hard drive to be able to down all, download all that too. Yeah. Well, I remember now. Now I'm having a memory of it. You were talking about how there'll be hologram type of things at that point anyway, and they'll just be able to pull things out of the air and do a yeah, thing. Yeah, it'll be easy. I was like, oh yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. But it really is a blast to look. Yeah. How are on. you? I'm good. I'm achy. Oh, achy is the wrong word. No, it, mm. I'm having so much more lower pelvic pain. Ugh. With this one than I did with Lila. Sorry. And there's, you know, I didn't, thank you. I didn't experience much round ligament with Lila. And I am feeling that. But more so than that, it's way, way down there. And it's this kind of biting, sharp sensation when I stand up. That's, I mean, that's worrisome. And I'm like, you know. ouch. And some days it's, you know, a bit of an ache. And then some days it's ouch. No Yesterday jab. was very ouchy. I'm sorry. Um, 
Thank you. So I do have an appointment tomorrow with maternal fetal medicine, and I will ask about that just to... Please do. Well, I mentioned it the last time I was there, and they just said it was part of it, but it just it gets a little more intense on certain days, and I just want to... Maybe there's an extra, I don't know, something they can do, um, whether it's a test or a Last five years or. just popped into my head. Which, which, which song? Part of it, when you said... <laughs> anyway. Um, How are you? I'm good. You know, I got a series rag audition, which was really cool. Yeah, you did. Uh, and a got call a callback. Back. Two callbacks. Uh, call back in like, call back in a, a half. A call back in a half. Um, but the outside dates are about a month, uh, just under a month away for that. So I would imagine that if I book it, I will know this week or next. Probably within the next week. So, yeah. Hopefully. Which would be so great. That really would be cool. a fabulous birthday get to go gift. Play, get to go play in Connecticut. You. That'd be for so a fun. It'd be a lot of fun. I saw on Actors Access, and I actually emailed Brian Spatolnik about it, a family friend who's been in the Broadway production Chicago, of Chicago yeah. for 14 years. It's coming back, and they're holding all of these auditions on Actors Access for Velma's Understudy and Ensemble and Roxy's Understudy and Ensemble. If I were not currently six months pregnant, I would so submit just to... Yeah. I mean, I just... You can't because this would I, the audition is like next week and it well, starts yeah, for the fall and like I, you know I can't exactly do that, but it made me go wow. Even Broadway, even Broadway is yeah. going to Actors Access right now, just because. And I'm curious what Brian's going to say. Chicago is one of those shows where the core cast they had been the same cast for this entire revival. Mm -hmm. They were family, and he wrote this heartbreaking article back in October of a lot of shows such as Chicago where it's been this same group for all of these years yeah. when Broadway does come back they're they've not all coming aged with out it. Yeah. they're not going to be able to come with it I mean they'll hopefully they'll be able to go on maybe other some shows. of them will I mean I did ask Brian in this email I went hope hope I'm not being too personal but it's been on my mind are you returning are you not uh, so I'm I'll, I'm very curious as to what he's gonna say yeah, when he responds that's crazy after 14 years to then have your career shut down like that yeah and it happened to so many, I mean, film people too, but it happens specifically. I feel like this is niche for Broadway, for well, the dancers theater. in their late 30s and early 40s, the theater where your career truly gets cut short. Yes. Because you can't, well, can't's a very strong word. It's very unlikely to start over again in your early 40s on a show. Like the primas Same that were in their thing. 20s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and all of the giant, Huge ballet yeah. troops and companies. I mean, can, it, I mean, additionally, it's crazy what's going on with the Olympics. Like, in a full Olympics yeah. was pushed, and then now people aren't going to be able to be in it because of COVID. There, it's there is still one happening. alternate, yeah, one American gymnast alternate. I mean, there's a, been a bunch. There, there, there have yeah. been more, but it started with. Was she the first one who got? Uh, uh, she announced? might have been the first American that was announced. Oh, was she the first American? Yeah, that but was the, announced? there was a bunch of Japanese people. I mean, it, it's. I mean, I would love I the Olympics, but I know everyone let it go. wants this to be done and over it's with. It's not done yet. But it's not done yet. Facts <laughs> up, mask up. Yes. It, it's just, it's that thing of you got to do what's right for the greater good as a whole, even if you're fed up and you're over it, mm -hmm. don't believe in it, mm -hmm. choose that you don't think it's real, whatever, whatever you decide. And of course, everyone has their rights to every opinion or whatever. But come on. 
There's yes. no way we're going to be able to move forward in any way, shape, or form that we Not want. Not that it should be entertaining, but I really enjoyed watching a Senate hearing, watching Anthony Fauci tell Fauci, a senator. Fauci, like, he lost it. He went it. in on that senator. <laughs> I loved it. And Fauci never loses well, it. He went but in on Rand Paul. I, everyone has a breaking point. Yeah. And being, being called a liar and, um, and uh, intimating that... Fauci might have been in some level personally responsible or the CDC or NIH funding might have been directly responsible for the spread of coronavirus Unbelievable. is uh, unconscionable. Unbelievable. <laughs> might be the word. I was talking with Carolyn today. Hi, Carolyn. Tomorrow is her birthday. So when Carolyn. I'm Walter. What? Yes. Wow, that year went fast. I know. So when this when this goes up tomorrow, it'll be your birthday. Happy birthday to you. We love you. Um, I was talking with her today, and a little bit of of COVID and everything came up, and it we, the gist of it was she was saying the educated versus the non educated and this and that, and I went well. One thing that I've noticed, and I think this is what baffles me the most, is I know people who are very educated, who went to incredible colleges, who have fantastic jobs, who are these well-rounded people who fall in that category of this is not real or I'm not getting a vaccine. And it just boggles my mind. And she equated it with Greta when she came over and was saying, you know, climate change two years ago, and she was kind of making that the big, Mm -hmm. the big splash. Over there, it's fact. And here people choose to believe it or not. And COVID's falling in that category. It's not, um, people aren't treating it as it's fact, as this is what is happening. It's this belief of like, no, I don't think it's real. Mm, and it's just this I would strange, say, bizarre I, thing. I would say it goes a little bit further than that. I wouldn't say it's about, it's about fact. It's that we in America um, mistakenly uh, prioritize liberty. Yeah. Um, and we we prioritize it in the way that a high schooler prioritizes liberty. Mm. Like, you can't tell me what to do, mom. Okay, that's fine. But if it kills you... Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. I am your parent. But you are under that's, 18. that's kind of the, um, the understanding that we educate autonomy and liberty to. We educate it to an adolescent understanding. That we don't educate the masses about the interdependence of independence that if you're independent and I'm independent and we actually are going to do what's best for ourselves individually, we are going to have to mutually benefit each other as well. Yeah. And in Europe, because, um, their democratic experiment is, um, has been more recently exposed to world war in a very intimate way, Mm -hmm. Uh, seeing the rise of fascism and the rise of oligarchies and the rise of dictatorships and despotic regimes. They're much more intimately equated with, well, if it's wrong, it's just wrong. There's not debate in America. We debate. We think that the debate is, um, the debate and the independence and the liberty, those are the things that make America great. And it's like, well, no, freedom is what makes America great. Yeah. But there's no freedom if you're dead. And so there's... Mic drop. No point in trying to debate freedom and trying to debate whether or not a mask uh, infringes on your liberty or whether or not um, somebody asking you if you're vaccinated is a violation of your HIPAA. Uh, It's not. It's not. Asking you if you're requiring you to be vaccinated and requiring you to have proof of vaccination, that toes on certain... I can see why that toes, but that is where it's going. But but it... Actually, the only real violation of HIPAA would be if you had the doctor say it. 
So that's actually who's... That's true, too. So, like, if I went to your doctor, who's my doctor, and went, (laughs) hey, is Amelia vaccinated? And he told me, technically, he's violating the laws. Technically, that's... Okay. Because he would need your express permission. Permission to do so. But if I ask you, hey, are you vaccinated? And you go, you're hypnotized, like a lot of senators and... People Congress people do. You, you're that's being not that's ignorance. Correct at all. That's ignorance. Right. That's ignorance. It's and, ignorance. And so it's not. Um, it's not a difference of fact versus uh, feelings. Yeah. Belief. It's a it, conflating things in an inappropriate way. Conflating things in a way that perpetuates power and perpet. Like the fact that people were cheering at CPAC that our uh, vaccination rates are slowing is like. Yay! There will be less of us to vote. Like it is hard. I saw. I was reading this article today. This doctor in Alabama. Alabama is the bottom of the leaderboard as far as vaccination. I think they're at thirty three point seven percent. Oh, good job, team! That's that's all they've got. And this Delta variant is going rampant. And she was saying how it's a lot of younger people this go around Mm -hmm. being admitted, and those who are vaccinated. They need oxygen, they're sick, but they're going to be okay. And she is dealing with many, many of those who are not vaccinated. And, I mean, it it, it broke my heart just because of oh, humanity. Was, was that that headline where it said, she says it's too late? They are, before they're intubated, but they're, they're begging for the vaccine. And she holds their hand and says, I'm, oh, I'm too so late. sorry, but it's, it's, it's too late. This is, this is happening. And... Uh, I mean, there's no vaccine now. The no. vaccine is a preventative measure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that really does break my heart. Uh, I know some people are like, well, serves them right. I really don't feel that way about it. No, any it loss really of, does any break loss my heart. Of life, like, uh, I just wish people yeah. would, as you say, the ignorance or the liberty and everything you were just saying about freedom and this and the other would understand truly what this is and when you look back at these political cartoons that are being shared now from polio and smallpox and it yeah. it's the same yeah. thing. There's no liberty in a pine box. It's guys. unbelievable, and I just cannot believe that in 2021. I mean, really, after we just went through the last four years with, you know, he who shall not be named. Correct. Um, I I just can't believe in 2021 history is repeating itself medically in this way, and it. It's mind-boggling and very disheartening. Uh, it's interesting um, that the cycles, I think, in our history are, and this is kind of like parallels what's going on with critical race theory and parallels a lot of other just American problems in general. And honestly, um, any type of country that um, has like a version of their own exceptionalism yeah, is you, you don't... Um, you don't reflect on the shortcomings and failures long enough to create change. Mm. And we as a country don't have the ability to reflect on them because we're always trying to win office in two years or four years. Right, right. As opposed to trying to plan for 20, 50, 500 years like other cultures do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and not that those cultures are better or, or worse. It's just they're different. And as a result of the prioritizing of the country, of the populace over the individual. I think certain cultural things are, and not that I'm like pro-socialism or like pro-communist China, but 
there are certain things that they just do better because they care about the body politic much more than they care about their individual freedoms. Right. And there's a there's a balance that must be struck. And it hopefully could be struck in our country without us needing to be in wartime. And that's the shame. It's like yeah. our country does really great work. It does. When our backs are up against the wall and we have to stave off fascism and we have to um, stop the the virulent spread of communism or coronavirus. But we kind of use those achievements to paper over the fact that, yep, yeah, racism still a thing. Yeah. Still a, a thing. Sundown towns, still a thing. Sundown counties, still a thing. Um, I was talking to a friend who's an actor, um, and he was saying to me that uh, because he is Asian, um, and he like books a lot of guest stars, a lot of co-stars, up for series regulars all the time in a bunch of films, but because he's Asian, when he shows up to set, people assume he's an extra. Yeah. And he was telling me this horror story about how he flipped out at a, an AD because they tried to take him away from Crafty and put him back in holding. He's like, no, uh, I'm... Like, uh, I'm the guest star of the episode. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not background. <laughs> yeah. I'm not background. And the thing was, is like, he had to go through this and jump over it again and again and again. And it's just mm. like one of those things where it's like, I'm dumbfounded, baffled. Yeah. Because it's like, right, right. People, because people lack representation in media, when it's so, it's like it's, they end up not, the people end up assuming that they're not the guest star. They're not on the call sheet. Right. And that's just right. so deeply, deeply effed. Man, man. I think I know who you're talking about too. Yeah. Oh. He says hi, by the way. Hi. <laughs> we should reach out. We should reach out. Yeah, I had an hour conversation with him yesterday. How is he? I love how we're talking about him without saying who it is. Yeah, well, I just don't know what he's no, comfortable with. No, no, of course, of course. Like I that, just, so. but yeah, no, I, I miss that's him. On, that's on him I today. do miss him. I miss him a um, lot. But <laughs> it's, all of these problems, they're they're all rooted in a lot of the similar similar problems. Yeah. It's like capitalism is a great way to get wealthy. It's not a great way to share wealth. No. Um our type of democracy is a, a representative democracy is a great way to get a lot of opinions, mm -hmm. but is also the way it's structured is it's a great way to empower the minority, not minorities as in uh, people who are not white, but the minority of power holders as in the Republican party that there are in the minority of States because we have the, the way the Senate's structured, it allows, you know, the least populous States in our country to control the majority of the Senate. Yeah. And even if they are in the minority in the Senate, they still control enough to stop any sweeping legislation. And I think that all of that representation in the media, like that's, those are all interconnected, related. Yeah. Our inability to vaccinate yeah. and communicate effectively, that's all related. Um, but speaking of representation in the media, we're excited because one of our favorite shows, season two, just dropped on Netflix and we're paging our way through Never Have I Ever, Mindy Kaling's show. We're so excited show. to see Utkarsh. I think he shows up in the next... Next episode? Next episode, I think. Is he like a love interest for he, or a teacher? He's, or? A, he's a reeker this season. I, I don't... Who would he... You know, like, he would be a love interest for? I hope he's... I just like the idea of him being a love interest for somebody because Utkarsh <laughs> is that sexy. Yeah. Hi, Utkarsh. Uh, but no, it, it's, it's fun. We're, we're watching that right now. I finished... 
everything that's available of Million Little Things. I loved it. Uh, season three really tackled something that's very personal to me about being groomed and uh, assault and things Fun. that, I mean, they, they really went there with it. And I was very Speaking proud of, of which, the way that they uh, handled 365 it. 365 is getting a part two and part three. What? Oh. <laughs> Speaking of assault. A part two and a part three? It's, there's three books. Oh, are there? Yeah, apparently. How are they going to do two based on the way one ended? Um, he's going to kidnap another he's girl and rape her girl? for a year and convince her that she loves him. <laughs> and then she'll die. Jason has very strong feelings about the this. The world has very strong opinions about it. Yeah. I feel like you, though, specifically have very strong opinions about it. I think that as a man, it's my responsibility to end rape. It's not a woman's responsibility. No. Oh, bit. Clink. I'm not holding a glass, but cheers. Yes. So when I yes. see things that glorify rape culture, I get a little bit upset. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. I watched the series Sex Life. How was that? Sex slash life. So it's not sex life. It's sex Wait for separate it. and then life. It, life. It's, it's very... I like the way they did that. Um, okay. So I found it really fun. I did find it incredibly sexy. I did, it posed certain questions about life that any married individual I'm sure thinks about at times, but I didn't flip over it the way that everybody else did. Kind of like Bridgerton, you know, how everybody was like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. I loved it. I thoroughly I enjoyed it, but I wasn't obsessed. Same thing with Sex Life. I would love for them to get a season two. I am very curious as to where these characters are going to go after mm-hmm. the way that season ended. Um, I do think it's it's sexy and fun. It's women empowerment. It's taking back control of your life as a mother, as a sexual being. But be careful because sometimes what you have it truly is what you want and you don't want to screw it up. So it's really, it, it's worth a watch. It's worth a binge. It's worth a watch. Have fun. Um, and they, they, they go for it. Uh, the, the intimacy coordinator for the show gave this really fascinating interview of pushing the boundaries because the two of them, the one who plays the wife and the ex-boyfriend, they met on this, fell in love and they're together. They've been together for about a year now. Cool. And so the fans flipped over that. They're like, wait, Billy and Brad are together in real life. Which I I loved. I do love it when showmances happen, but when it's real, not a showmance that is an affair that then breaks up a marriage or, you know, I mean, showmances happen all the time. But when you truly do find your person through a showmance, I'm such a sucker for that. Me too. But showmances showmances are real. They're so real. And I don't don't mean that from the perspective of they happen. I mean that from the perspective of you're convincing your brain for months to be in love with somebody. How can you not? How can your body not respond? Exactly. Yeah. If you're you're doing it It also makes me laugh when there are two leads of a show who need to be madly in love who can't stand each other in real life. And you're like, you see... Sometimes they can't quite do it, and other times you're like, wow, you're a really good actor because that was very convincing and they can't stand each other in real life. But there are so many times, like Jason just said, when you are diving into a role, diving into a project, and you need to be in love with this person, you got to find things about this person that you love. You really do. So, oh man, the fans would so love it if they got together after all this time. Yeah. You kidding? They're older now. They're single. Yeah. They're both single. Well, she could be a stepmom. We'll see. But it's definitely worth 
definitely worth the watch. And I finally watched the season finale of Handmaid's Tale. I put it off for a month because... Yeah, I don't want to ever I watch that didn't show. Want I have no interest the in watching that show. Season to end because <laughs> the season so was insane and wonderful. I love it. It's so traumatic I love for it. me. It's very traumatic, uh, but it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got it's, a. It's fantastic. I, I don't mean to say I don't. I don't like watching it because I don't think it has a place in the zeitgeist. Absolutely, it should be consumed. And if people like it, great. It's just too triggering for me to be able yeah. to enjoy it. No, no, no. That's that's. <laughs> totally and completely fair. Uh, this season, they just when you think this show can't go any further, it does. And I think Are that's what gets me about this show. Now? No, 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 no. The, the cannibals? No. <laughs> but the subject matter they're dealing with and where these characters, the way that they are pushed mm. and broken and bent and retaliate and reclaiming themselves and. It, every time you think there's no way they can top what they've done, they have. Well, and it ends with a OMG, like the last yeah. 10 minutes. And I saw this like a month ago. Someone posted saying the last 10 minutes of this season of The Handmaid's Tale is some of the best television that's ever been done. And I remember seeing that going, okay, I am going to watch this, but I'm going to get through some of this other stuff first because I want to really enjoy this and see if I come back to it and feel that way. And this scene began, this this sequence, and I went, is this the start of the sequence? And I pressed pause and there's like nine minutes left. I went, oh, yep, nope, this is it. You know when it's happening. And it is invigorating, heartbreaking, triggering. I mean, I'm having a visceral reaction just saying this right now. What they do in those last 10 minutes, hoo-wee. So I'm very curious as to where they're going to go next because there is a second book but the kids are all grown up. It's way later. So Elizabeth Moss won't be in the, that series at that point. Well, no, no. They're they're telling everything in between. So I'm curious as to how much Ma- Margaret Atwood is still involved with this versus the show has mm-hmm. now taken its own form. Yeah. And if they're going to go into a completely separate their own thing, or if it's still eventually going to tie into the second book. Okay. And I'm very curious as to how they're going to do that. Speaking of exciting season finales, uh, we watched Loki, but didn't. Oh yeah, record. we 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 watched, but then you were sick, so we didn't record. Yeah. What did you think of the finale, babe? Um, I love that show. I think that Loki. It's an amazing show. I think Loki. Uh, of course, it had to be on the shoulders of everything that came before it in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I think overall, it is the most interesting complex character study in all of the Marvel films mm. of, of all the Marvel television shows. I think it's the best media they've put out. Yeah. Um, yeah. From what I've seen, I would agree. I think the daredevil show and Jessica Jones on Netflix are still probably the best Marvel properties that have been made. Oh, but is would, that part of it? Those are Marvel. Mm, no, that's DC. Oh, it's Marvel. <laughs> you you want to correct me? <laughs> no, some comic book stuff? No, no. Nah. Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke yeah. Cage and Iron Fist. Because I do enjoy I, those. Those are very yeah, good. We, we are, have fun with those. Um, but I think that just the exploration of the most comic booky comic book comic booky thing ever <laughs> is the notion of like, hey, so we've got a multiverse, and uh, spoiler alert, it's just a thing now. Like we, it's just a thing now. It's a thing now. And what's in, a really fun, interesting thing to do is um, 
and uh, you know all the nerd channels I watch, um, because uh, television structures are so formulaic. Mm-hmm. If you start the last episode of Wandavision and you start the last episode of Loki at the same time, um, the sequence at the end where she he- hears her kids calling to her from like the void, yeah, syncs up with the breakdown <gasps> of the, into the multiverse. No, so that it like. Really? It, they didn't do it on purpose because there's no way those editors were working together in that way because that's just like, that's... Well, do we know that? Maybe they were. That's way too bom, much. Bom, bom. That's in there. That's not how TV's made. It's um, <laughs> just not how it happens. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe they had some of the same editors working on it, but mm, yeah. I don't think so, from my understanding. Um, the, uh, the moment that the multiverse kind of like careens into that like spider web of things, yeah. speaking of which, that's... They're setting up Spider-Man beautifully. They are. They're basically allowing... They are. They're setting everything up. Well, and this will also allow them to say, oh, yeah, Brian Singer's X-Men universe, that's here now that we own Fox. That's here now. This is how Deadpool comes in because Deadpool 3 say, is coming. Yes. And there, it's, there's, we are, we are fans there's of There's going to be an R-rated MCU movie. That's very cool. That's very cool. Didn't you say that Loki... The, the television show, this is the first time where it's required, required viewing. viewing before yeah. you do the next movie. This is going to be a required viewing before, um, this is probably going to be a required viewing before Eternals, which is this fall. Oh, wow. Is that this fall yeah, already? that's this fall. And that's, the thing is, that's interesting about Loki is Loki is, um, explodes the universe where we are, where we've been, where we're going because of the way that they establish how time works, which is how time works is that everything that has happened and will happen is already happening all at the same time. So if anything changes in the past, it doesn't change this future. It changes an alternate future. An alternate future. Um, Tom Hiddleston, he was saying how he would be so happy to play Loki for the rest of his life. You could. He said, I've, I'm so honored I've played it this long. You could. But I would love to play this part forever. And what's fun is um, John Majors, Jonathan Majors, yes. is going to get yes. to play. What did you think when he appeared? Well, he appeared, uh, he's probably, I mean, he already is cast as Kang the Conqueror, but the, but yeah. the Kang we saw was not the Kang, the, he was... Yes, you said something about He's that. You were like, it's king, but that's a, it's a different... It's also, they, they combined two characters, uh, Immortus and um, He Who Remains, who's the creator of the TVA in the comic. He Who Remains. Um, but what's interesting to think about is Jonathan Majors now, uh, you'll be on the lookout for him in every Marvel property. Because Kang... Good for him, man. He's got the opportunity... What's, Good for him. What's interesting to think about is that he is the Robert Downey Jr. of the next arc, but he's the villain. Oh, interesting. So as opposed to there being like Iron Man's and I, so much cool <laughs> stuff. So just so much cool stuff. I just watched your brain. I'm just so excited for your ability to, cool, we've got a gender fluid character now. Yeah. And we've got a gender fluid, like super big hero in Loki slash Sylvie slash. Yes. Like I love that. the notion of self love, self forgiveness, mental health. Like they're they're going to be able to tackle so many all of the themes that that the comic books are always have, and they're probably going to be able to confront some of the problems the comic books had as well. Like yeah. in in Shang Chi, I hope they kind of like 
they pay homage to the fact that it was just Marvel trying to cash in on Bruce Lee being popular. I hope they like kind oh, of wow. they kind of like just kind of nudge Yellow Fever and go, yeah, yeah, nope, um, we're proud to be Asian because we're Asian, not wow. because it makes you white people feel cool. Yeah. <laughs> like I hope they do yeah. stuff like, like that, that and actually get give themselves the opportunity to wink, nudge, and then outright call things out where they can. Mm-hmm. Because X-Men is all about, like, it's all about otherism. I feel like I'm so behind on X-Men because I didn't really watch the newest ones. Oh, don't worry about those. those I mean, I, I did, but I, I didn't. It was more the James McAvoy. Yeah, the James McAvoy movies, other than the first two, were trash. I loved the first two. Yeah. Yeah, the last two were trash. I thought there were only three. There's of- Apocalypse. Oh, hello. Oscar Isaacs uh, in the uh, Ivanu suit. Um, and then there's uh, Dark Phoenix, which. Oh, is right. I think I just put Dark it's Phoenix in its own category because I didn't. It's a turd. Yeah. New Mutants is technically part of that. Mm. But it, it got caught up in that Fox merger. Oh. Um, yeah. What else have you been watching? Um, that's uh, we we were kind of drawn to cursed, but then we didn't. We started it, then it just didn't grab us as aggressively as we thought it would. I still like it more than either uh, Fate, uh, the Wink Saga, or, or Shadow, and Shadow and Bone. But we haven't really continued with it. We've only yeah. seen what three episodes? Five. <laughs> No. I think we're on episode five. No, we haven't seen that many, have we? No, we have because we were watching in 15-minute clips. Oh. So I think we've consumed a little more than we thought. Than we realized. Okay. I enjoy it, yeah. but yeah, it, it didn't... It, I'm not... I'm not watching much else. Like, most of the stuff I'm watching, I'm watching with you. Other than that, I'm either working... Working, playing chess, or Oregon Trail. Or Oregon Trail, yeah. <laughs> he got Oregon Trail on his phone. He's having yeah. fun with that. That and chess. A lot of chess. A lot of chess. Speaking of chess, you've been playing a game with Zach... For uh, 15, My brother's like Zach. two weeks. And he's in Germany, except for right now, he's here he with us. And it's been such a pleasure and a delight having him here. My father's 70th birthday is this weekend. Happy birthday, Dad. We love wow. you. Eric Myers, 70. I know. He's an old doesn't man. Doesn't look it, doesn't act old it man. at all. It is amazing. My parents, I'm like, wow, you guys just don't seem 70 at no. all. You really don't. No. Um, but we're going to have a low-key celebration. Um, yeah, but we got some stuff planned. No, no, no we, have, we have some stuff planned. But my dad, in his in his joking yet somewhat serious way, made that really funny comment of, well, you know, the pandemic's not over. And he was being very serious about it. But in the one way it works in his favor, my dad is not one for <sighs> I huge know. parties and I, celebrations that are about him. He's just not. Not that I ever want the pandemic to continue, but it's kind of nice to not have to like worry about planning my birthday party. <laughs> it's going to be, it'll be like last year. We're just going to have a nice low key birthday again for you and for me. You know, it's just, it's, it's, there are some people who are dying inside to not go out and be social. And my father, is not one of those people. Yeah, neither am I. I and love it. Honestly, neither am I. <laughs> I'm very good at seeming like I'm social, and I do love You're my friends dearly. You're much more social than I But am. I would choose staying home with feet up Chinese food, snuggling with my love right there over going out basically any night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Chicken breast rice and broccoli. 
I love that I said Chinese food and you said chicken breast, rice, and broccoli. Speaking of which, I had dinner like four hours ago and baby is, I'm feeling hungry. So, so I'm, let's go I'm get you some go food. Have, I'm going to go have it's a almost snack. 10 o'clock. Time for dinner number two. All right. Secondsies. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love you. I love you too, babe. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwalk. And, and this, this has, has been, been Married, Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Love is love. Yes. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Be careful from Delta. Mask up. Back up if you can. Yes. Love each other. Take care of each other. It's uh, one life, one world. And we need to be good to each other. Absolutely. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.